0: The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos with another big weekend at stakes trials racing action. The best fillies in the nation will race in the trials to the grade one Los Alamitos Oaks on Saturday night. Kindergarten winner Double Down 1-2-3 stakes winner Asher and graded stakes finalists Check-In Cartel and Southern Divine will be in action. On Sunday night, top sophomores will be in the trials to the Grade 2 El Primero del Año Derby. Trial hopefuls include Grade 1 Edbert Burke Million winner Political Rivalry and Wild West winner Five Bar Supreme. The horses with the 10 fastest times for each race will advance to the finals on March 24th and 25th. And as always, Los Alamitos will feature Night Racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours. And the $10,000 Pick 6 promo on Sundays if there's not a carryover. Enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos. For Vessels Club reservations, call 714-820-2681. The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos.
1: South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's race book has you covered.
2: Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The Foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, especially at Adapted to meet their unique physical needs, Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9/11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at t2t.org. That's t the number two t.org. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in
0: association with Soraco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas Radio Network.
4: All righty, good morning everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this almost Friday, Thursday. Coming to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, our studio South Point studio station, I should say. The South Point Studios at the South Point Hotel Casino Complex on the Las Vegas Strip, Las Vegas Boulevard to be exact. And we welcome you to the show. Here in Las Vegas, right now outside it's 47 degrees, so it's still cold out here, but we're get, getting a warmed up. But believe it or not, we're going to tip off a little bit, just a slight over 70 degrees. It's going to be 71, they say, uh, today. Now, it's going to be mostly sunny for the rest of the weekend here, in case you're making plans to come on up and join us here in Las Vegas for the weekend. But it's going to be windy. It's going to be windy for the next couple of days. But uh, the weather seems to be just about right here in Las Vegas For this time of the year, don't forget, today is that extra day we get every four years in February, February 29th. So for those of you fortunate enough to uh, be born on February 29th, happy birthday. Every four years you get a happy birthday, so you get a happy birthday this year anyhow. In any case, that's the weather like it is here. But more importantly, as you know, is the weather that we keep uh, looking at and uh, forecasting for Southern California, especially for Saturday on the weekend, because uh, Saturday, of course, is Big Cap Day. I'm not talking about a Cap. I'm talking about the Handicap, the San Anita Handicap Day, along with the San Felipe that has a Kentucky Derby leaderboard points to it. Big racing card set for Saturday at Santa Anita. However... 85 percent chance of rain and you know what happens when it rains there in southern california these days so what they did yesterday uh, after they took entries for the stakes races they're going to finish off taking entries for saturday today in southern california at san anita and they're going to make a decision this morning based on predictions of the weather for saturday whether they will conduct a racing card on saturday or transfer the four big stakes races on the Saturday program to Sunday, which means the big cap will run on Sunday, the San Felipe will run on Sunday, and the other two stakes races on the four stakes race card on Saturday will run on Sunday. That is forthcoming. That decision should be uh, made early this morning, and hopefully by the time we get to John Lendo on the show, he'll have that information for us, maybe. In any case, that's the way it is in Southern California as far as the weather there. There is a uh, front that's making its way through the Northwest and the Northern California right now that uh, is expected to come on down and make its way through Southern California. Now, as far as any of the other weather concerned today, it looks like it's pretty clear throughout the country. There is some rain uh, in the parts of Texas they need it badly because of those raging fires that are in Texas that is really causing a lot of uh, devastation there. Our thoughts go out to those folks there. And, of course, uh, in the northern part of uh, Texas, actually it looks like it's going to be uh, snowing there in any case. And uh, the only other weather that we have to report that could be uh, any problem at all was northern Pennsylvania and parts of New York. But uh, it looks like it might be okay in southern uh, at, in, in, the, in southern uh, New York, which is, of course, where uh, Aqueduct Racetrack is at. So we'll keep a track on that. Florida looks clear and great, so we've got great racing going on down there. And so on today's show, what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at uh, some of the fields for the Gotham, the San Felipe, the Bataglia, and the Fountain of Youth with uh, Jonathan Ardoon take a thumbnail of where the trainers are pointing their horses, etc. I can tell you, uh, Brad Cox got a, a slew full of horses that are running in those races over the uh, weekend because they hold Kentucky Derby leader points. There's no doubt about that. And, of course, uh, a new twist that uh, just started last year. You know how they have the Kentucky Derby Parimutuel Future Book wagers that come out four pools before the Kentucky Derby. Well, last year, and now this year again, uh, Pimlico, the Maryland Jockey uh, Club there, is instituting a Preakness Future Book wager for the Preakness stakes. That first of their two pools for the Preakness is going to be over this weekend. It'll start at 9 a.m. this morning, just about when we're off the air, and then it'll go through 5 p.m. Saturday. These are Pacific times now for Pool 1 in the Preakness. And as you know, Bob Baffert and his horses have been excluded from racing at Churchill down, so his horses won't go in the Preakness. But Nysos, one of the top three-year-olds in the country, and by the way, who is expected to go possibly... In the San Felipe. I understand they took entries for the San Felipe yesterday. It hasn't been published yet. Uh, five horses, only five horses, I understand, were entered yesterday. They might open the box again today before uh, they uh, shut the box for the uh, San Felipe. And two horses have been entered from Bob Baffert's barn in that race. But Nisos, Bob Baffert's top three year old, which will be prohibited now to run in the Kentucky Derby. Is the individual future book favorite for the Preakness Stakes, and as you know, he can run horses in Maryland and the Preakness Stakes. So, uh... and the the same parameters uh, are with that: forty positions, thirty-nine individual horses, and the fortieth one are all others for the Preakness future book. So that's going to uh... start uh, in a, about a couple of hours here in Las Vegas, and. Uh, we be reminded, there's an 18% takeout on that bet for the future book and the Preakness. So we'll wait and see about that. All right, on today's show, we got Jonathan Hardoon standing by. Jonathan, of course, is going to be... Um, we'll, we'll just go over some of the uh, fields uh, for the uh, big races, and we'll start getting Jonathan's pick for those big races starting tomorrow through Saturday. But we'll just t- take a thumbnail on what's going on with the four uh, Kentucky Derby leaderboard points preps this weekend. That'll happen on Saturday. Of course, we'll have uh, John Lendo aboard. He's going to tell us uh, what's going on late in, in Southern California. Hopefully, he'll have a decision from the racing office at Santa Anita whether they're going to run on Saturday or not. And of course, Jerry Jackowitz will be along with us. Hey, Jonathan came up big yesterday. He gave us two selections on the show yesterday for Florida Racing. His horse at Tampa Bay had a, ran a good second in that race to the to the big favorite in the race, the second race winner, uh, Swing Low, paid three twenty. So Jonathan's horse couldn't beat the favorite, but was live on the board. And of course, if he used the favorite with his horse, you got the exact there. But at Gulfstream Park, Jonathan's horse did beat the prohibitive favorite in that race. In the third race, Starship Sigrun uh, ran down uh, the leaders and uh, just polished off the. Uh, Four to five favorite in that race. Starship Sigrun paid $12.80 for the $2 win mutual at Gulfstream Park. Jonathan's pick yesterday. So uh, good stuff there. And, of course, we want to welcome all of the listeners that are here watching us on the South Point Studios uh, position on YouTube. Go to YouTube, hit South Point uh, Studios, and you get to see and hear us on uh, this show every day. And, of course, if you haven't hit uh, subscribe yet, do that. It's free. We just want to know know where you guys are at, so you hit subscribe, and it'll be free there. And, of course, all of our listeners here in Las Vegas who are running around town in the morning may be listening on their radios in their car at Sports Talk 1400 AM and 107.1 FM. And, of course, all of you out there, all of you uh, folks that uh, love the Internet, we got our websites, global that stream the show, and uh, also on uh many different podcasting as well. And for those of you with your phones or your devices as we call them these days, your iPhone or your Android, you can get the KSHP app on your Android, on your iPhone, stick it on there and you can hear us on your devices as well. So however whatever whenever you get us, welcome to the Race Day Show for this almost Friday, Thursday. And without any further ado, we'll wrap up this uh, greeting to you. And go right to our first break. When we come back, we'll give you your racing menu. And, of course, Jonathan Ardoon is standing by. We'll talk about those derby prep races this weekend. So don't go away. We'll be right back
1: southport casino is the perfect place to be our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player with 52 overhead tvs free wi-fi and cocktail service bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the usb ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery want to wager from your seat no problem with our ipts just sign up make a deposit and you're off to the races Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's race book has you covered. From the South Point studio. Whoa! The perfect blend of sports. But I think the Niners are going to wear them down. Detroit Pistons lost their 36 games of comedy. See over under on that relationship lasting. I'm going to put mayo in the coffee. Yes. I am beautiful. And a whole lot of Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh, 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 <laughs> Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Join Ryan McCormick. That's at least
4: two picks outside of our own in the first round next year. real. and host Frank Nicotero. <laughs> <laughs> when I look at the clock. I go. Ah! Ah! Oh!
1: Watch punchlines live at noon every weekday. <laughs>
5: All right,
4: back on Race Day Las Vegas for this almost Friday, Thursday. And uh, all I can say is that um, for the most part, it looks like the racing uh, conditions for the other, other tracks that are holding Kentucky Derby prep uh, races with Kentucky Derby points look pretty well clear and uh, ready to rock and roll. We're still waiting on the uh, big race, uh, big races at Santa Anita on Saturday. However, whatever the case may be there, they've already decided that those four big races that were supposed to be on the Saturday card Will be transferred and run on Sunday, so it'll still be this weekend. And of course, the rest of that uh, Saturday card may be punched to a uh, special Monday racing card. We'll wait and see about that. In any uh, case, uh, let's go to the racing menu of racetracks available today in the race books, the Simacast centers around the country, reminding everybody, as we often do, that the uh, first post times broadcast on this show each and every day reflect that of the uh, Pacific time zone. So if you're listening here in Las Vegas, these will be the first post times that roll out in our race books today. If you're listening uh, anywhere else in another time zone, you know what to do. Adjust to the uh, Pacific time zone so you don't miss anything like I miss Mom and Dad. Okay? First post times are Pacific, and that's uh, because uh, these will be the first post times that roll out in our race books here, especially here at South Point right behind me. All right, so here's your menu for today. For this Thursday, we begin with Mahoning Valley Racecourse. Mahoning Valley Racecourse has eight races. Their first post time is 9.45, 9.45 at Mahoning Valley uh, today with an eight-race card. Then we go to Gulfstream Park, getting ready for their big, big day on uh, Saturday there with the Fountain of Youth and a whole abundance of race, uh, race stakes races, nine stakes races at Gulfstream on Saturday. Today, their first post time is 10.10, 10.10, 10, 10, first post at Gulfstream for their nine race card their pick six jackpot carryover is getting up there now it's five hundred and sixty eight thousand eight dollars five hundred sixty eight thousand eight dollars for the pick six jackpot cash in the jackpot today at Gulfstream first post time for their nine races is set at ten ten. 10, 10 first post at Gulfstream remember that's that there's a important Uh, allowance race tomorrow at Gulfstream that may uh, have a few horses that would have run in the Fountain of Youth in that race tomorrow. We'll wait and see how that shakes out. In the meantime, we continue with your racing menu, Aqueduct Today. We'll have a first post time of 10.20. 10.20, first post at Aqueduct. And uh, Aqueduct Race Course uh, right now, they say, mostly cloudy, tracks fast, and it's going to be about 35 degrees when they uh, go to post time for the first race at Aqueduct. And again, remember, Aqueduct's first post time is 10.20, 10.20 today for, for their uh, eight-race card. All right, then we go to the Fairgrounds, New Orleans. Fairgrounds has a first post time for 10 races at 10 a.m., 10 a.m. first post at the Fairgrounds. Uh, and uh, let's see, their carryover, nope, they, they hit the carryover yesterday at the Fairgrounds, and they're pick six. So they have 10 races and a first post time at 10.45. Then we get the Sunland Park today. Sunland Park has nine thoroughbred races. Nine thoroughbred races today at Sunland. They got a regular pick five carryover, three hundred and two bucks. Super high five carryover there is six hundred and twenty dollars. First post time at Sunland eleven twenty-five for their nine races. Then we get to Turf Paradise in Phoenix, Arizona. Turf Paradise has nine races. The first three races at Turf Paradise today will be quarter horse trials at three hundred and fifty yards for three-year-olds. Races four through nine will be thoroughbreds, a couple of thoroughbred stakes races as well, uh, small ones at that. Their nine-race card at Turf Paradise starts at 11.35, and uh, Turf Paradise has a pick-six jackpot carryover, $28,800 in their carryover and their pick-six first post time, 11.35. Then we go to uh, Turfway Park. Turfway Park has nine races. Their first post time is 2.55, 2.55 at Turfway Park. Their uh, super high five carry over there is $4,343. They got a pick six jackpot carry over there at uh, Turfway Park of $22,686. First post time Turfway, nine races, 255 Then we go to Penn National. Penn National has a regular pick five carryover of $8,665. So just a regular pick five carryover there at Penn National. Their Super High 5 jackpot carryover, $1,254. Seven races today at Penn Nat. First post time is at 3 o'clock. Then we have Charlestown Racing. Charlestown will wrap it up with a Pick 6 jackpot carryover of $8,567. And a first post time of 4 p.m. at Charlestown. And that is your racing menu for this almost Friday, Thursday out there for racing around the country. All right, let's bring in Jonathan Hardoon now. Jonathan, good morning.
3: Good morning, Ralph. How are you?
4: Well, I know you're doing a lot of work, my man. You've got all these sheets going on, all these stakes races around the country. Not only do we have four Kentucky Derby leaderboard points races up for grabs, we've got two more Kentucky Oaks leaderboard points up for grabs. And then in addition to that, Uh, You know, Aqueduct, Santa Anita, and especially Gulfstream Park have all these other stakes races on the same card for the other divisions. For example, you know, Aqueduct is going to have four stakes races overall, one of which is the Gotham. Uh, You know, and Santa Anita is going to have four if they run on Saturday, one of which is the San Felipe, and then Gulfstream Park has nine stakes races, one of which is the Fountain of Youth. So you got a lot of work to cut out for you. And what we're going to do, I think, on this show is break it up Between tomorrow and Saturday, your thoughts about those stakes races, where you want to go on those sheets uh, for the two days. But we're going to start breaking it up between tomorrow and Saturday, because there'll be just too much to cover on Saturday. But for today, just wanted to talk about the uh, field sizes and the entries uh, for the four Kentucky Derby leaderboard point races. And your man, Brad Cox, I mean, he's... The Gotham stakes got the most uh, entries. They got 13 in it, and Brad Cox has got four horses in that race. But interestingly enough, from Southern California, not only does uh, two Southern California show horses show up there. John Sadler has a horse in the race. Doug O'Neill has a horse in the race, and the Gotham, of course, uh, is I believe at a mile, right? <laughs> The
3: Gotham is at one mile. It's one turn at Aqueduct. They have the chute down the back stretch, and
4: uh, it's a one-turn mile, flat mile. And my assumption is I think that most of the guys, and especially the two that uh, from California sent horses there, are looking maybe on Kentucky Derby Day, but maybe the Pat Day mile on the undercard there on Saturday, the first Saturday of May. What do you say?
3: It could be, but they could also be ducking Baffert, you know, if they think that uh, it's a short field there, and Baffert's g- going to have two or three horses in the race, so they figure they probably have a better shot shipping to New York, at least to get some points, so maybe that's why they did it. I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe they are pointing for the pat-day mile. We'll find out soon enough.
4: Well, uh, Doug O'Neill's got a Facenda in that race. Uh, Abel Cedillo is going to go out to ride him for, for him there. But uh, John Sadler is going to tap uh, a local jockey, Jose Lascano, for his Slider, a horse that a lot of people liked the last year as a juvenile leading up to uh, the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. And Slider, of course, um, he's a horse that has a, a hell of a closing, kicking, uh, closing kick to him, but uh, he only showed it one time in his career so far.
3: Well, he's drawing well for a flat mile. You want to be outside for the most part, and he draws outside. Uh, the problem is, you know, there are other good horses, and like you said, Cox is loaded in there. He's got three or four horses that are running. I'm not sure they're all going to go, but uh, they're very high on a horse named Just a Touch, who only had one start in the slop at Fairgrounds, and he was ultra impressive that day. But again, that was an off-track Who knows? But the horse has been training very well, and they're very high on that horse. So let's see what happens. we got to do the race and uh, handicap it and take it apart. Uh, Christopher Clement had a horse that was highly regarded uh, back at Saratoga. He had one start, and he was ultra impressive that day. Deterministic is the horse's name, number three. He went off three to one that day. I know that that barn is high on that horse, too. So you may have a couple of uh,
4: hidden gems in this group. And uh, Joel Rosario will ride uh, deterministic in the race for Christophe Clement, and that's his number, number one guy is uh, Rosario.
3: Well, he rode the horse back at Saratoga, and, uh, you know, uh, Rosario also rode the saddle horse last time Out Slider in the San Vicente when he finished third. I guess he opted for the Clement horse. And uh, I think he probably picked the right horse between the two of them.
4: Well, you know, you got to think that between Rosario and his agent, uh, he, like I said, is the first call guy for Clement, and they did so well at Saratoga last year. And I know that uh, Rosario right now has his tack laid in the jocks room at Santa Anita, but you got to think that uh, it was a no-brainer to stay with Clement's horse in this race. Yeah, not
3: only that, I'm sure he's gonna he's gonna have better opportunities riding for Clement the rest of the year as opposed to yeah. Sadler. Sadler uses the you know the California jockeys for the most time, most part, and Rosario for the most part is going to ride in New York. I know he's spending the winter at Santa Anita, but as soon as it warms up, he'll be back. So
4: yeah, no question about that. Now, as far as the San Felipe in Southern California, we really don't know the exact number of horses, and I understand that there were five entered, but uh, that racing office may very well open uh, the race for entries uh, this morning before they decide what to do. It's kind of a goofy thing what's going on in Southern California, but of the five that we understand are already entered in the race, two are from Baffert, and of course, we're talking about NISOs, which is the top Baffert horse right now. And, of course, the individual horse in the future book for the Preakness Stakes, uh, which uh, I'm sure that Bafford wants to get into the Preakness and take on whoever wins the Derby with his horse.
3: Yeah, and I'm sure he'll be a real short price in the future book, and I think it's a ridiculous bet to make so far out. You know, uh, a lot could go wrong, unfortunately, between now and then, but uh, people like betting those bets. Uh, personally, I think it's a sucker bet because a lot of times you get the odds it's the same day of the race that you're betting in the future book and you don't have to wait all those months with your money tied up. You know, you never know. You just never know. And if you're betting a future bet, Ralph, you got to take at least 50, 50 to 1 at this point. If you take anything less, I think it's a silly bet.
4: Well, uh, yeah, that's uh, absolutely for sure, because uh, they lock up a lot of money on a lot of horses that don't make those races even before the race starts, and then there's only one winner anyhow. Uh, the John Battaglia is one kind of like a secondary race as far as the Derby uh, points are concerned. It has tw- 20 Derby points, okay? It's run on synthetic racetrack. Of course, we remember that Animal Kingdom came out of uh, that uh, prep uh, at uh, in Southern uh, in uh, Fairway Park and went on to win the Kentucky Derby. But nevertheless, the John Pataglia is more of a prep for the um, you know the bigger stakes race that that, that comes uh, later on, the Jack Ruby Stakes. And uh, Jeff Ruby, Jeff Ruby stable. So is the,
3: that's the hundred point. That's yeah. the one that they sponsor or whatever. That's the important one. I got twenty points on synthetic. I mean, is it really going to make a difference? Well,
4: <laughs> no. I don't. I don't think it is. But at the same time, they've got an oversubscribed field of fourteen. And your man Cox has got horses in that race as well. He put three horses in that race. But you know, the purse is one hundred fifty thousand. So why not? Even if you're not thinking about going to the Kentucky Derby. Uh, you know, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, and you're not facing the top guns. Let's be honest, you know. So who knows?
4: Yeah. Now
3: again, uh, and the problem is when you have all these horses, when a trainer like Cox or Pletcher, where they have you know, or Smuson, where they have five to ten horses that are, that are nominated and, and able to run, you got to separate them, and you got to be able to get points. That's the key.
4: Yes, that's uh, absolutely for sure. Because remember, there uh, the starting gate for the Kentucky Derby is twenty. And we all remember a couple of years ago how Rich Strike, who was outside looking in not more than 48 hours before the race, got in and won in one of the major Richter scale wins of all time. So, uh, you know, you never can tell, as you say, even with future book bets, you never can tell what's going to happen in these races for these three-year-olds, that's for sure. And, of course, the big race is the Fountain of Youth, and that's uh, 400,000, that has a a uh, 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 50 uh, leaderboard points but that's the big prep for of course the Florida Derby that will have 100 uh, future book points but uh, this uh, this uh, was a, this is a very good and deep field nine horses in it and of course your man cox doesn't show up with anything in the uh, fountain of youth todd pletcher has a couple though
3: Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see if Pletcher runs speakeasy, who just had one start. It was a maiden win. It was a big figure on the sheets, and uh, it's one number. It was sprinting, and now he's asking the horse in career start number two to stretch out to two turns. He drew the rail, so that may be a reason that he'll run, but he also has locked in the race the number eight horse, who was scratched uh, last week or the week before because he spiked the fever, and I guess he pointed for this spot. So it's going to be interesting to see if Pletcher runs them both and then you have Dornock in the race and Dornock beat uh, Sierra Leone last time out at Aqueduct in the Remsen but Dornock was on the best part of the track that day if you remember we liked Sierra Leone because he was against the track Dornock was totally with the track so it may not have, listen, the horse won, so take nothing away from him. He was past. he came back and won, but I don't know how strong a race that was. Listen, Sierra Leone came out of that race and won, so obviously there was something to it, but uh, Dornock may be overplayed for that reason because he did beat Sierra Leone last time out, even though I think Sierra Leone was the better horse that day.
4: You know, there's another horse in that race that uh, some people have been talking about that uh, has to step up to the plate, and that is uh, Gustavo Delgado's uh, Victory Avenue that gets the services of John Velasquez. Might be a good horse to put, uh, if not on top, certainly in the gimmick for exact and trifecta.
3: Well, there you have a maiden running against winners in a stake race. You know, these are lightly raced horses. They have one and two starts, maybe a few more. And uh horses certainly have an opportunity to improve in career start number two. Not easy to win at seven furlongs first out. This horse got beat. He ran second that day, but he ran very, very well. He got beat by Speakeasy, the rail horse, the, uh, yep. the Todd Pletcher horse in the race. So. They get
4: to meet again and and we do remember uh, not to uh, not too many days ago that mr. Dwayne lucas unpopped a maiden to win the uh, the race this is the philly race over there at oakland so it can happen the thing that uh, intrigued me was not only the fact of that race against speakeasy and speakeasy's race kind of stands out among past performances in this field uh, for saturday but also the fact that they attract John Velasquez to ride the horse.
3: Well, I mean, you know, if you're going to get an opportunity to ride, you're not going to sit home. But yeah, you're right about that. That's interesting. And, uh, you know, a lot of times Velasquez will ride for Pletcher, but uh, Ortiz was on the speakeasy first out, so he kept him there. And, uh, Luis Saez, I guess, opted off. He must be going somewhere else because Velasquez ended up on the Gustavo Delgado Victory Avenue Mount.
4: Yeah, and uh, the other horse that uh, Pletcher has in the race, Locked, uh, has Jose Ortiz aboard there. So uh, he, uh, Pletcher locked up. Yeah, by up, the way, locked Louis the- Saez ended up on Thornock
3: who, <laughs> who I guess he had to go to over the maiden.
4: Yeah, Danny Gargan's horse, yeah. But uh, I guess uh, Pletcher locked up the Ortizes, so he's not going to be- get beat by one brother and the other. That's for sure. But uh and there's a lot of great stakes races also on the undercard at uh at uh, Gulfstream. Thank goodness they don't have to uh be playing this uh guessing game for the weather there. It should be fine in uh you know South Florida for those uh, races. So we'll start uh, uh, getting uh picks from you in earnest uh on uh between tomorrow and uh, Saturday. That's for sure. Nice winter yesterday. Just-
3: just a little note, Ralph, that yeah. there is a pick six carry over. At,
4: I think it's like
3: close to 700000 after today. If it's not hit Saturday, my, Sunday becomes a mandatory yeah. payout, and they will have a humongous pool. I mean, you know, with all the money they're going to put in the next few days, including Saturday, who knows what's going to be in the mandatory pad for Sunday if it's not hit before.
4: And that's at Gulfstream Park, a mandatory on Sunday, the day after the big day. But there's uh, still a lot of players with a lot of money going to be throwing it in there. Because that carryover right now is attractive of and within itself, so we'll wait and see. you got to go through today, tomorrow, and Saturday before you get to the mandatory. It'll be mandatory on Sunday no matter what, but we're talking about the big, big multi-million dollar uh, pot, so we'll wait and see about that. As I was going to say, and I'm going to say now, nice win yesterday with that horse that looked the, uh, the big prohibitive favorite in the eye at Gulfstream and went
2: right on by.
3: Yeah, we were stuck on seconds. Uh, we had a couple of them in a row. I said, oh, no, please go buy. <laughs> he went by, so that was good.
4: All right, well, time to get some, uh, let's parlay some of that to, to more, because as you say, if we're going to have carryovers and all that stuff going on this week. We've got to build up a bankroll from Mr. Hardoon. So what are we going to do? We're going to parlay that $12.80 winner to wear today uh, on, on the show.
3: Well, we're going to give out two races, one at Gulfstream, one at Aqueduct. Let's do Aqueduct first and look at their eighth race. By the way, they only have eight races today, so a post-time of 10.20 York time, 1.20 East Coast time. And I like the eighth and final race. I like the number nine horse, Dr. Craft, a four-year-old colt from the Chris Engel Hart Barn. This horse is in the best racing shape of his career, two tough beats in his last two starts. Today he draws an outside box, Dylan Davis aboard to ride. I like number nine, Dr. Kraft, 4-1 to one on the morning line to win today's eighth and final out at Aqueduct.
4: All right. We can wrap up the pick six. We can wrap up the late pick five. We can wrap up the late pick four, the late pick three, the late double, and wrap it all up with a winner in the eighth and final race at Aqueduct, the eighth race, number nine, Dr. Kraft, number nine, Dr. Kraft with uh, Dylan Davis aboard. That's your selection at Aqueduct. And, uh, and by the way, we got late scratches in there. Oh. Bing bing bing! Doctor Kraft has been scratched. Really? Yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. Time be- to pull in. Be- All right. Before you get started, uh, and if you're going to stay in that eighth race, numbers three, eight, and nine are out.
3: No, I no longer have interest in that race. Let's go to race number six. Switch it to race number six. Call the audible here. Another mile on the main track. And I like the number nine horse in here, Boss Making Boss Moves. So this horse's last two races will both run around two turns, a mile and an eighth. Cuts back to a flat mile today, draws a good outside box. Jose Rivera, board to ride, he's listed at 5-1 to one on the morning line. David Duggan, the trainers is having a terrific meet. I like number nine, Boss Making Boss Moves to win today's sixth race.
4: How did I all right audible said and done in the sixth race you like the nine boss making boss moves the nine in the sixth race now is Jonathan Hardoon's uh, alternate play now that uh, Dr. Kraft by the way uh, Dylan Davis your jockey on Dr. Kraft got scratched leading jockey right now at the uh, the aqueduct meet with 32 wins Kendrick Carmouche second with 28 Jose Lascano third with 25 and, of course, as far as the trainers are concerned, you know, Linda Rice is on top. She's got 18 over Rudy Rodriguez at 12, and David Jacobson at 11. So in that, uh, eighth, uh, in that sixth race, now you like number nine, number nine, and the sixth at Aqueduct. And now we'll go next, I guess, to Gulfstream.
3: Yeah, let's look at race number eight, seven and a half furlongs on the turf. And I like the number nine horse in here, the man up front. Uh, this is a three year old Colt from the Michael Yates barn. Louis Sayers takes the mount. Mm-hmm. Horse makes his third start back off of a layoff. It's a tough post, but he's five to one, and he's got enough early speed to get position here. I like number nine, the man up front, Louis Sayers for Michael Yates. Five to one on the morning line to win today's eighth race out at Gulfstream.
4: And that's exactly where we want this man to be at the finish line up front so in the eighth race you got the nine the man up front the nine in the eighth race at gulfstream and of course uh you know uh that's your selection there we don't have the uh late scratches yet at gulfstream but hopefully you'll stay in the nine in the eighth now you got uh, two sheets for today right aqueduct and gulfstream
3: Correct, uh, dot
4: com. right, you got it. Thanks a lot, Jonathan. Uh, get a little shot and then get back to work because you got a lot of races to handicap. Thanks, Ralphie. Stay safe and be well. All right, you got it, my man. Coming up next, we got uh, John Lindo standing by. I hope maybe, 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 maybe John's got the answer from Santa Anita. Is it a go for Saturday? Or do we have to run those four stakes races on Sunday? Well, that's the question. He'll give us an answer right after this. Don't go away
2: born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The Foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, specially a Adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. South Point
1: Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make the deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and a spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's race book has you covered.
0: The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos with another big weekend of stakes trials racing action. The best fillies in the nation will race in the trials to the Grade 1 Los Alamitos Oaks on Saturday night. Kindergarten winner Double Down 1-2-3 stakes winner Asher and graded stakes finalists Check-In Cartel and Southern Divine will be in action. On Sunday night, top sophomores will be in the trials to the Grade 2 El Primero Del Año Derby. Trial hopefuls include Grade 1 Ed Burke winner, Political Rivalry, and Wild West winner, Five Bar Supreme. The horses with the 10 fastest times for each race will advance to the finals on March 24th and 25th. And as always, Los Alamitos will feature night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours, and the $10,000 pick six promo on Sundays if there's not a carryover. Enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos. For Vessels Club reservations, call 714-820-2681. The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos.
1: From the South Point Studio. The perfect blend of sports. I think the Niners are going to wear them down. Detroit Pistons lost their 36 games. Comedy. See, over under on that relationship lasting. I'm going to put Mayo in the coffee. I am beautiful. And a whole lot of Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. 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 Join Ryan McCormick. That's at least. Two picks outside of our own in the first round next year. For real. And host Frank Nicotero.
4: But <laughs> I look at the clock, I go, ah! Ah!
1: Oh! Watch Punchlines live at noon every weekday.
4: Okay, back on Race Day Las Vegas for this almost Friday, Thursday, and it's almost Saturday as well. And we got to find out if we got racing going on at uh, Santa Anita on Saturday. Let's find out if John Lendo has that answer or we're still waiting. John, good morning.
6: Hey, Ralph, I have a few updates for you. First of all, uh, Brad Free of Daily Racing Forum just posted an article that Santa Anita will move the big cap card to Sunday. Due to forecasted rain, so the entire card that was drawn yesterday, Ugh. they're not taking any additional entries into that card. But it, that card, as drawn yesterday, will be run Sunday, and then uh, they are planning to have another race day on Monday.
4: Okay, so in other words, Sunday's uh, racing, uh, Sunday's uh, book, the 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 book uh, as far as condition book, those uh, that card will be moved to Monday, and we have exactly. the Saturday card that's already been drawn. No more entries in it. They'll just uplift that and put that on Sunday. And did uh, he say what uh, finally? Uh, how many uh, final entries for the San Felipe?
6: Uh, he had said yesterday that there were five, including Nisos. So uh, Bob Baffert has three of the five horses. Nisos is his big horse in there. Uh, I don't have it; just came across now, so I haven't even read the article yet. Uh, okay. Uh, so you know, we'll, we'll see. But uh, we do know now that uh, no racing Saturday at San Anita; they'll run the big cap card on Sunday. One other piece of news for you, Ralph. Um, yes. At Gulfstream Park, Mike Welsh at Daily Racing Forum tells me that uh, Speakeasy will run in the Fountain of Youth. They like the post number one. They like the shorter distance than the mile and an eighth allowance race on Friday. And because he runs in the Fountain of Youth, Merritt, who was entered in both races, he will scratch in the Fountain of Youth. And he will run tomorrow, Friday, in the allowance race.
4: All right, good stuff there, John, that's for sure. And all I can say is uh, I think that's a smart move with speakeasy grabbing the rail and the configuration of that racetrack at a mile and 16th. He's going to get an advantageous uh, spot. All he's got to do is break well, that's for sure. And that uh, that allowance race uh, tomorrow is still going to have a deep and competitive field in it, that's for sure. And with uh, those late uh, information now on the show and all that stuff there, I guess we'll have to wait for, uh, well, Sunday will be a big day of racing then. We've got a big weekend of racing, Saturday and Sunday, of course, with uh, those races. But uh, glad to see that they made a decision early enough so people can adjust if they have to, that's for sure. And I guess they expect to get a lot of rain, especially in the Arcadia area where uh, San Anita is at uh, on Saturday.
6: Yeah, there's a 60% chance of rain coming in tomorrow, Friday. I'm, I'm hoping and they're hoping it comes in Friday night so we can get the card without any problems tomorrow at Santa Anita. And then it's supposed to get a, a steady rain on, on Saturday. I am told, you know, a half an inch, so it's not a ton of rain. But if it's steady, uh, you know, they're going to err on the side of caution, which is what we do now in Southern California.
4: Yeah, no question about that. Interesting uh, as far as Saturday is concerned with the uh, Kentucky Derby Leader point uh, Points races. And the Gotham, of course, is a prep for the Wood Memorial, but still it's a one-turn, one-mile race. And it's intriguing, I think, that uh, both John Sadler and Doug O'Neill send horses out there for that race.
6: Yeah, you know, the, especially the uh, slider from trainer John Sadler's barn, I don't think he has any intention of going you know, a mile and a quarter or a mile and 316th of the pregnancy. he looks like a one-turn horse, so the Gotham makes sense. And you had mentioned something like the Pat Day Mile on Derby Day. That might be in the cards for a horse like Slider.
4: Yeah, no question about that. And, of course, Brad Cox got horses all over the place. However, it is amazing, uh, you know, that uh, he has four in the uh, Gotham, but he's got uh, none in the uh, Fountain of Youth.
6: Yeah, I was a little surprised he didn't have anything down there. But, uh, you know, he's got stables in New York and stables uh, back uh, over has uh, fairgrounds and in Lawn. So he's got enough to keep him busy. And uh, I don't think he wanted to go into Todd Fletcher's backyard there unless he really had, you know, uh, he had the nuts. So uh, a lot of options for him. And, and don't worry, I, I, I don't worry about guys like Brad Cox. They know what they're doing. Yeah,
4: no question about that. That's for sure. Well, John, your Lindo report, of course, is uh, you have a Lindo report out today in the race book right behind me here at the South Point for a Gulfstream park today. You can only get the Lindo report each and every day that he produces one here at the South Point in Las Vegas, free of charge, only here. Complimentary from South Point because they uh, love horse players here. Simple as that. So you have a Lindo report here today for Gulfstream. Now, of course, you'll be making some adjustments as well. You'll have a Santa Anita Linda Report, obviously, for tomorrow if they go. But on Saturday, you were going to produce two full Linda Reports for both Gulfstream and Santa Anita anyway, weren't you?
6: Yeah, I was going to. We, we were already just about finishing up the Gulfstream. Just got to tighten that up for Saturday. So we'll have the Gulfstream Park Saturday, obviously. We will uh, have a, the, the feature will be a Santa Anita on Sunday. And if they do race a Monday card as, you know, as a makeup for the Saturday postponement, then we'll do the Monday as well.
4: All right, so today Gulfstream, tomorrow Santa Anita, uh, Saturday uh, Gulfstream, and uh, Sunday Santa Anita, right?
6: Yep, east to west to east to west.
4: All right, you got it, my man. As you normally do on uh, every week when you start the Linda Report for the first day of uh, whatever meet you're covering, you mm-hmm. usually update jockey trainer standing. So what is, what's it look like at Gulfstream right now?
6: Well, the usual suspects. So Rad Ortiz is the leading jockey. He's got 86 wins. Paco Lopez second with 71 Jose Ortiz rounds out the top three. He's got 66 as far as the trainers, Safi Joseph way in front. Now he's got 47 winners at the meet. Todd Pletcher is second with 24. Then you have Mark Cassie and the hot Jose D'Angelo barn. They've each got 21 wins. And for you, Ralph, favorites winning right around 39 percent at Gulfstream Park.
4: Oh, well, that's a lot better than Santa Anita, that's for sure. And uh, it's, it's amazing because the Ortiz brothers together at uh, Gulfstream Park has accounted for 152 races already. So uh, you got to watch those guys, that's for sure. All right, well, we uh, get to Gulfstream Park. We've got a uh, Linda report today for Gulfstream. So, John, what are we doing there?
6: We're going to go down to the ninth and final. I thought number seven, Zone was sharpening his speed in a tapita five furlong sprint last time where he chased a really fast pace. He gets back on dirt, which is his preferred surface, draws an outside post, and I don't think there's that much speed in this race. I think he clears early under our Rad Ortiz, and if we get anything close to seven to two, I don't think so, but if we get five to two or more, number seven, Zone. Looks like the right horse, race number nine, Gulfstream Park.
4: All right, ninth race. You like the seven pay zone? His morning line seven to two, but be forewarned that the three to one morning line horse, Caton, has been scratched, and the eight horse, uh, my uh, ap- aptitude uh, at fifteen to one, has been scratched. So you got two scratches out of that race, but nevertheless, a nice way to get a win in the anchor race, always at a racetrack, and that in the ninth race you got pay zone. Let's hope he pays us in the pay zone. Ninth race, the seven uh, at uh, Gulfstream Park, John Lendo's pick. And don't forget, John's got uh, the uh, full lender report for today at Gulfstream right now here at the South Point, free of charge, only here. You can only get it complimentary here at the South Point. And again, because they love horse players and they uh, love John Lendo's lender report as well, and so do we. All right, John, thanks a lot for the uh, late update, uh, breaking news there in Southern California. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.
6: All right, Ralph. Good luck today.
4: All right, we're going to squeeze in a final break, and when we come back, Jerry Jack would standing by with his aqueduct uh, picks uh, for us as well. Don't go away.
1: South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's race book has you covered.
0: The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos with another big weekend of stakes trials racing action. The best fillies in the nation will race in the trials to the Grade 1 Los Alamitos Oaks on Saturday night. Kindergarten winner Double Down 1-2-3 stakes winner Asher and graded stakes finalists Check-In Cartel and Southern Divine will be in action. On Sunday night, top sophomores will be in the trials to the Grade 2 El Primero Del Año Derby. Trial hopefuls include Grade 1 Ed Burke Million winner, Political Rivalry, and Wild West winner, Five Bar Supreme. The horses with the 10 fastest times for each race will advance to the finals on March 24th and 25th. And as always, Los Alamitos will feature night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours. And the $10,000 pick six promo on Sundays if there's not a carryover. Enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos. For Vessels Club reservations, call 714-820-2681. The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas.
4: And don't forget, in addition to Race Day Las Vegas on the South Point Studios uh, section of YouTube, we also have... Other great shows, and they include, uh, of course, uh, Frank Nicotero's show, uh, Punchline. You've been listening to commercials there uh, Wednesday through Sunday, 7 to 8. Uh, I'm sorry, Wednesday, Monday through Friday. I'm Wednesday through Sunday, Monday through Friday from noon to 1 o'clock. And, of course, Sports by the Book, seven days a week. you got to get your information on sports every day, and we got it here. Sports by the Book, Monday to Friday, 3 to 4, Saturday and Sunday an extended version, 8.30 to 10 a.m., all on the South Point Studios Network on YouTube. Got to check them out. It's really a uh, really great shows. All right, let's go to Jerry Jackowitz, standing by. Jerry, good morning.
5: Good morning, Ralph.
4: Well, uh, you got uh, a fast track today at, uh, at uh, Aqueduct, that's for sure. And uh, although uh, we have been conversing with you about uh, betting strategies and all that other stuff, today we'll cut right to the chase and get some picks.
5: Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a play in the sixth race, and I'm going to point out a race that might actually be uh, set up nicely for a proposition bet, but I'll get to that in a minute. Let's do the play first, Ralph. Go. Let's go to race race number six, number two, Portos, listed morning line 5-1 to one for Wayne Potts. Really interesting horse, has a lot of back power, really faster than these, raced with better horses, and now he's sort of dropping down in class. Not the I call it stoutest type of horse, he doesn't like stick his nose in there that often. So, yeah, this becomes a really good win place bet at five to two or better. I like the two, Mm -hmm. Cordos, it's a really good key, it's just a matter of value. And play the two with the one five six, do reverses one five six over the two. All right. Keep sixth. that in mind as you build a play.
4: All right. Sixth race at Aqueduct. You like the two over one, five, six, and reverse. We have uh, Jonathan Hardoon came in that race with an alternate play. He liked the nine in there, so I got a Sirocco play of the two, nine, nine, two exact box. But you are two. I'm o- adding
5: the nine in my play.
4: All right. You got it. We got the two over one, five, six, and nine, and reverse. And of course, the Sirocco play two, nine. Jerry's key horse is the two. Jerry, you got a minute to give me the other one.
5: Yeah, just go to the fourth race, pick up the power page, go to the fourth race. If any of the top five horses scratch, you have a beautiful setup for a prop bet.
4: And you do. Like and, and you do, because number three, uh, Mudville 9, the three horse has been scratched in that race.
5: Great. Right. So it, it's really a lovely uh, proposition wager. We can check it out tomorrow. Okay. See how it Yes, so you got three other horses out of the
4: top four that are in that race and again the three is out so uh, they're gonna apply your betting strategy as you've been giving right. as far as the uh, three other horses left out of the time. Right. I'm gonna
5: go four by four.
4: Okay so the in other words the, four, uh, the fourth horse uh, position uh, takes the place with the fifth horse moving up right? Correct. Okay Correct. good enough. Jerry J's Power Pages uh, for all this uh, good stuff and these lessons as well. Uh, available right at jerryjayspowerpage.com. Get it from uh, Jerry there. All right. Well, we're moving into the weekend, uh, that's for sure. And, uh, of course, we're going to have a lot to say about all those big races over the weekend as well. Don't forget to stay tuned for the other two great shows on the South Point Network here at YouTube. And, uh, well, you know, we always say this. Jerry, you got one more thing to
5: say. Have a great race day, everybody.
1: It's Ralph Sorocco at Race Day Las Vegas morning on 1400 KSHP North Las Vegas online at KSHP.gov.